0: Welcome to The Church of Roy, an armchair all-American podcast. Warning, today's show may include adult language. And here are your hosts, Brian Wilcox and Steve DeWald.
2: All right, everybody, welcome to the latest edition of The Church of Roy podcast. It has been a hell of a week. I hope everybody is doing well. I, I know it's been stressful, so let, let's just jump right into it. I, I, I am Steve DeWald, associate editor of Blazer's Edge. I am joined as always by my co host who is back after a week off,
1: uh, Brian Wilcox. Brian, how are you doing today? I got to quit uh, taking weeks off. Yeah. Weird, weird things happen in Rip City. Yeah. Um, yeah. You
2: came up to the Pacific Northwest right in time for the heat dome. Yeah, but, that's right. But before we get into the weather talk, we have some serious stuff to discuss today. Obviously, the Blazers on Friday. Uh, so a move we kind of all saw coming uh, announced that it was leaked through Adrian Wojnarowski that Chauncey Billups is likely to be the next head coach. This was a Friday night news dump, very similar to how the Blazers handled the firing of Terry Stotts. They go radio silent after this announcement. So obviously there was a lot of backlash going into the, the weekend after that announcement, this is all tying back to the 1997 alleged rape charge against Chauncey Bellops, Ron Mercer, and other members of the Boston Celtics. Uh, I'm not going to litigate or, or go into that case more. There's a lot of information online. There's an excellent article uh, that Eric Griffin put together in the Willamette Weekly a couple weeks ago, but basically What happens from there is the Blazers go radio silent and it leaves this huge issue to a fan base that is very inclusive, is very female-driven, some of the best voices online, for this community, podcasting online, broadcasting our female voices. Hey guys, it's Perry here to tell you all about the brand new app we've been using here on the Church of Roy
0: called Spotify Greenroom. Greenroom is a live audio only platform that is free to download and super easy to use. You can talk to sports fans, insiders, athletes, and even executives all in real time. And hey, the Church of Roy will be there live bright and early on Saturdays at 8 a.m. Pacific. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app in the iOS or Android app store. Get it done, peeps.
2: So it, it puts everybody at a standstill. It puts – and this isn't just a, a woman's burden to carry here. We all have a part here in this. There's also a racial element in this, which I don't think that this would have been a different situation if the skin color of Chauncey Billups was different. But there is that element, especially to people of color in this fan base. I think it can be perceived that way. So basically, the Blazers leave everybody to to solve this issue themselves. It reaches a fever pitch. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth online, some very ugly discussion. Um, and then Sunday, it leads to Damian Lillard coming out and, and talking about, look, I had nothing to do with this hiring. I, Chauncey Bills was a name on a list. These were not my picks. I, and basically, and this is all through Chris Haynes. We assume this is Damian Lillard directly from him. Uh, talks about... You know, this This is a breaking point. I've always had strong support from Blazers fans, but there is a backlash going on I and basically outlines that he had nothing to do with this hiring process or or definitely minimized his, his involvement with this hiring process. And basically the Blazers put him in this position to defend himself because they news dumped a hiring of Chauncey Billups on Friday. This leads to them trying to stop the bleeding and announce that Chauncey Billups has signed a five-year deal, which is four years. Uh, one year is a, a team option on Sunday night. And then we go into this press conference on Tuesday. So from Friday to Tuesday to this press conference, we just have this tension building where we don't hear from the team. And I think it's a disservice of how you approach this. No matter where you stand on Chauncey Billups, I think it has set back the discussion about sexual violence Uh, How how some of this is everyone has dug into their camps. There's not been a a real conversation. I think we have fallen in some side. One side has fallen into some old tropes about how this how this plays out. And I think all I think me and Brian want to hit on is no matter what decision or how you feel about the Chauncey Bill's hire. Just make sure it's an informed decision. Make sure you take a step back. You get offline because Twitter is not real life you need to step back, you need to think about it, you need to think about your values, you need to think about the information that is out there and you need to weigh your options because yes, in the court of law, you are innocent until proven guilty but in a market society where you decide what you do with your dollars, it is up to you to decide how you wanna move forward, what you wanna support and what you're comfortable with and you don't wanna compromise the relationships that you have with your loved ones and that goes both ways. I think as long as both sides of this really look at it and come to the table in a good faith discussion, I think we can move forward. But right now, it is there is so much tension. The temperature has been turned up to a million degrees on this, and we have to find a way forward. And if the organization isn't going to do it, we're going to have to do it as a fan base because... We can't lose what we have here. What When Rip City is Rip City, it is truly special. I have seen the strengths of this fan base firsthand. The, the staff that we have assembled at Blazers Edge is a direct reflection of the strengths of this fan base. And I don't think – I know it's hard right now, but I don't think we're going to lose that. I don't think that's fake. But we have to work through it. And, and we – like I said, we have to enter these conversations with a good faith argument. Or, or a good faith, looking to enter a good faith discussion. I, I just think everybody needs to take a step back. You need to think about it. But also taking a step back does not mean do not speak your truth. If you are passionate about something and you feel like something is being neglected, I think now is the time and we need to hear from multiple people. But also, guys, this is not that women who have been subjected to sexual violence carry this burden every day and it is not up to it is not for us to put it on them and say i want you to explain this to me if it's something you can google and figure out do that before you enter a discussion where you put this burden on someone else to make them explain it to you do your homework listen be active and follow your morals and reach a conclusion that is informed that you feel comfortable with with your moral compass And really, I think that that is, I think, the stance that we want to take as a podcast. And I know, Brian, I I mean, do you want to add anything? Did I miss any? Did I leave anything out for you?
1: No, Steve, I mean, we've talked about this at length, right? Not on the pod necessarily, but we're very well aligned with our views. And I would just like to reinforce that I completely understand. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And anybody who, you know, is alienated from this decision, and this does bring up, you know, tough, tough emotions, and they have every right to take a step back, and I think that everyone just needs to respect each other in this time. There's been some very ugly, ugly online discussions, which, again, it does not really reflect Rip City at its finest, and I hope that we can form some constructive conversations around this and find a way to move forward together uh, as one fan base.
2: Yeah. I, I think it it is, it is one of those things where I had a discussion with someone else who doesn't necessarily agree with me and basically asked me point blank, "Do, do you think I'm a bad person? And I go, I, I don't think you're a bad person if you reached your conclusion on an informed basis and you took your time to come to come to this decision and you are, and you are comfortable with it as a person. Now, if you're just taking what someone else says and regurgitating Mm -hmm. it without doing the research yourself or, and when I say research, I mean, we're only, we can only see what's out there. What, I mean, this is from over 20 years ago uh, that was never in a, in a, a criminal case, but still something happened that night and and none of us were there, but we can go off the reports that were there. And we can also go off of how the organization moves forward. And that's kind of what I want to turn to now is really that that Tuesday press conference. <laughs> I think the Blazers, you know, they had a chance to correct some of this, to stop the bleeding at least. And mm-hmm. I thought from the opening, I mean, for them to address it head on, I, I, I had... For like the first minute, I was like, you know, they might actually, you know, have provide some clarity into this process and let Chauncey Billups, you know, explain what went on and how he's grown as a person potentially. But there's also this element where, you know, Chauncey Billups is talking about how he's overcome this as a a person. And like, it's just this weird feeling where when we are talking about sexual violence, it is weird to to take the potential, you know, the alleged, you know, abuser is, you know, somehow cha- like become a champion and overcome all this when there is a victim somewhere involved. Now, whether or not Chauncey Bills was involved in that is another thing. But at the end of the day, there was someone's daughter, potentially wife now that, that was involved in a, a heinous act by every by the accounts mm-hmm. that are out there. So that didn't really stick with me. And then I, I mean, didn't really resonate with I think there was a lot to be desired. Then they move into this question part where it is one of the most bizarre things when you're talking about the Blazers are a multi billion dollar value, multi, multi billions of dollars. And they just absolutely came apart on a very simple follow up question from Jason Quick, a relevant question where, you know, he wanted Chauncey Billups to elaborate on how that 1997 incident helped him grow as a person. And he gets cut off by the PR person. There's a clear signal that Neil O'Shea sends to the PR person. And that goes instantly viral. I think if you're not a Blazers fan, but you are an NBA fan or you are online, you saw that clip yesterday. And that is the number one thing that came out of that. And that is just absolutely unacceptable. Brian, what, what did you make of the, the press conference yesterday?
1: This was Neil O'Shea at his absolute worst. Um, we've seen him be arrogant in the past. We've seen him be dismissive, but to treat this topic, um, from that stance and, and to Billups credit, he looked like he wanted to answer the question. He, he looked like he was ready. And for Neil to do the, the side eye while he's having a drink of water is truly disgusting. The first time I saw it, I almost like kind of did a little gasp. You know what I mean? I was just like, it was truly hard to believe that a leader of an organization that has this much turmoil in the fan base right now you know it seems like the last 30 days or this month just when we think it can't get any worse somehow this leadership group has made it worse uh this i think was the pinnacle of an absolutely i mean tough especially a couple weeks i think some of the playoff failures pale in comparison to the to the turmoil going on now i don't want to discount what's happening now versus you Uh, know basketball stuff but this was truly, Neil, at his worst. His, it, just the dismissiveness of the question and the arrogance blew yeah, me away.
2: And really, I mean, so obviously you want Jason Quick to get his question across. And it looked like Chauncey Bills wanted to answer that question. And I think that could have been a moment for him to maybe provide some clarity for fans that still want to really love this team, you know, and get and get an idea of, you know, what happened and how, you know. How was he as a person? Where is his moral compass at now? And what did he learn from that? And we were, you know, not only was Chauncey Billups deprived of that, but I mean, the fan base was too, obviously. Um, The other thing that was really odd was Sean in a bleacher report asked him about, you know, how did the investigation, you know, who was tasked with that? How did that unfold? And you know, Neil O'Shea hits him with that's propriety proprietary information, Sean. And, and also, like, he does this weird tactic where everyone can hear Sean and he makes Sean repeat the start of his question again to try to catch him off balance. And, and kudos to Sean, I mean, that guy he, he stuck with it. And Neil O'Shea can be a very intimidating dude. And he, you know, he asked the question, didn't get an answer, but I, that non-answer spoke a thousand words. Hey guys, it's Perry here to tell you all about the brand new
0: app we've been using here on the Church of Roy called Spotify Green Room. Green Room is a live audio-only platform that is free to download and super easy to use. You can talk to sports fans, insiders, athletes, and even executives all in real time. And hey, the Church of Roy will be there live bright and early on Saturdays at 8 a.m. Pacific. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app in the iOS or Android App Store. Get it done, peeps. Kansas City Steak Company wants to make this your best grilling season ever. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout from classic steak cuts, oh yeah, to USDA Prime to -to hard-to-find specialty cuts and more. Kansas City Steaks is everything you need to fire up the grill. These are steakhouse quality steaks, aged to perfection. They make it so easy. Each order is flash frozen and delivered directly. Satisfaction guaranteed, or your money back. Enjoy their butter, tender filet mignon. Mm, -hmm. hearty Kansas City steaks. I'm getting hungry as I'm talking, and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house with Kansas City Steaks. Go to kansascitysteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout.
2: That's kansascitysteaks.com with the code SD. And then today, just to fast forward a little bit, we do get some clarity leaked through Jason Quick that, you know, it was a former FBI investigator that conducted this investigation over the last couple of weeks, which when you're aligning timelines of what this organization is saying and what that source is saying, not everything lines up because it sounds like the Blazers, was this a two-day operation that they were looking to clear this last hurdle? We've now heard a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Was it a couple of months? How do you conduct a independent investigation of something that happened, you know, 24 years ago. A- and who did you talk to? Did you just ask Chauncey Billups to retell a story and line it up with a piece of paper and say, yep, that was good. I mean, there, there's no, right. a- and there's no way to know that, but like, I don't understand why in a press conference you don't just say the FBI part, like, <clears throat> and then, and then you can yeah. say the rest of the information is classified. you know, that's all an internal discussion, but for Neil Shea to say, you know, off limits, you got to trust us is absolutely tone deaf upon tone deaf of everything that else is going on with this team right now. So I think they just missed a huge opportunity. And with this team, with how the media is in this, for this franchise, with the Blazers being the only show in town and with having a guy like Neil O'Shea in charge, where he is vindictive with his access. We don't know if we're going to get another opportunity to talk about this. And we're not, we don't know if we're going to get another opportunity for Chauncey Billups to talk about this and you are dividing one of the best fan bases in the entire NBA. And that is a direct result of the actions of Neil OShea, who has consistently failed this team. And like I said, we do not want to talk about the basketball stuff right now. That is a totally different, I'm not trying to equate that, but he has failed the team. He has failed the city. He has failed the fan base and he's, and as a person, I believe he has failed Damian Lillard and it is completely unacceptable.
1: And, and I agree. And you know, Based on the information we have available, none of us can say for sure what took place that night. There are wild inconsistencies and in viewpoints and stories that have come out. Um, the civil suit certainly tilts the equation one way, I would say, you know, pretty clearly um, from the outside looking in. But at the end of the day, if this organization decides that Chauncey Billups is the man for the job. The burden of the proof is on the organization to prove that he's the man for the job, and it's not on the fans mm-hmm. to have to decide. Yeah, well, Neil O'Shea says it's okay. He it must be okay because he does not. First of all, and it, it could be anybody up there, and this fan base needs more. We need reassurance that this guy is truly um, the man for the job, and and these things from the past did not happen, and they have not given us anything to believe that
2: yeah, and let's just talk i mean neil o'shea alone let's let's just talk about this i mean he he is handled the idea that he said oh well, we can't control when information comes out is complete bullshit like it comes yeah. out through Woj, who has leaked accurately a lot of blazers news in the past there's no secret that that is the preferred mouthpiece for neil o'shea so for him to say that is, is complete horseshit for them to throw it out on Friday and then go radio silent until Sunday. And I bet we wouldn't have heard anything until Monday if Damien Lillard doesn't have to get out there and get out in front of this through a Chris Haynes story. So yep. also here is when you leave it to the fans to, to sort this out, there's been a lot – like I, didn't, I was not keenly aware of Jody Allen's past. And if you want to talk about well, just some crazy shit about doing your job poorly, if you didn't know about Jody Allen's past, which we're not going to get into it here, Google it. You know about it now, and that's largely because of how Neil Shea handled this hiring process, and, and it is an absolute mess. And if Damian Lillard was, our, and which something we've talked about on this podcast before, Damian Lillard has signaled for the first time going back months ago that there is some uneasiness here going forward. And if they re- if that was legitimate, it's only ad- been added to it for the last two months since that original Chris Haynes story. So this is, this yep. is not great on the basketball side. It is not great on the city side and the fan base side and the organization side. And it is just completely unacceptable. Like, like, like I've said repeatedly,
1: it's, it's been a leadership breakdown of epic proportions. I think that this leadership group has failed the fans. Uh, it's failed the players. I'm sure there are workers, staffers within mm-hmm. the organization that feel let down as well. Um, I don't know, man. I I struggle to even find a valid comparison to what this fan base is going through I don't right think now. I've seen anything
2: like this. Like, I, I just don't know how... Uh, like I said, a multi-billion dollar property can act just so tone deaf and not have the person there to to handle this and have this ready to go. Because let's be clear here. I mean, they, they were talking about Chauncey Billups was going to be the guy weeks ago. Like that was always mm-hmm. kind of, you know, the hush, hush, wink, wink, like this is going to be the guy. If you know it's trending in this direction, to not have a plan as far as how to explain this to the fan base and to, you know, ease some of the tension that, that these guys, you know, that the fans have, it's just, it's terrible. It's a terrible situation.
1: Truly is man. It's a rough time to be a blazer fan right now. And it's almost kind of tough to identify where we go from here, you know? And, And
2: really, you know, I know this podcast has probably sounded like a real bummer up to this point, but but, but <laughs> we, me and Brian wanted to talk about this, where we wanted to wait till Wednesday. We wanted to wait till after the press conference to talk about everything because we wanted everything on the table. Cause I feel like, I mean, it, obviously if something comes up again, we are going to talk about it, but we really wanted to get all this out here now because we want to go, you know, if people question us in the future, we can say, you know, go back here, listen to what we said then. Obviously we are human. We are going to continue to take in information when we deem it good information, form our opinions then, and, and readjust if we have to, or, or reaffirm some of the views we have and move forward. That, that is the constructive thing to do as a human being, as a rational human being. So, and I, we encourage everybody else to do that. <sighs> We are, I promise we are going to talk about basketball. We're going to talk about this team again, but right now it is too important to just gloss over all of this. I think it does a disservice to, exactly. to us as, as people and to our fans, to our listeners. Um, I do think the Blazers find a way forward. Obviously I don't think this is going to be the end of the team. Um, but i i think if this continues at this pace i would not be shocked if there is some league involvement at some point they i to to stop the bleeding here because it it has been one fiasco after another i mean this has been one of the toughest weeks organizationally i, I can ever remember so mm-hmm they've done a lot of things that, you know, minor to major that have just been completely off base and the optics and the ethics are terrible behind is what it feels like. Yep. So that said, we're not going to, I don't think we need to talk about, I think, you know, where me and Brian stand on this. Um, Let's talk a little bit about basketball and try to leave people on some, something of maybe a positive note. Um, (laughs) yeah exactly um lamarcus aldridge last night he is in a back and forth twitter exchange with with someone online they ask him you know would he be up for a coaching job in in brooklyn and then the conversation pivots to portland and he said i think he's i'd always be down to go home i think is what roughly what it said leading leading people to believe that he would be cool with coming back to Portland and potentially joining coaching staff here with the Blazers. I think it was just a little bit of sweet and something that that felt good for the first time in a week. So so what do you think of potentially Mm -hmm. Coach Aldridge here in
1: Portland? Well, not to crap on it being super (laughs) sweet. He also said he's down for the Nets opening, but um, you know, it was cool to say, or hear and see him say, always down to go Mm -hmm. home. Very shocked to hear him refer to Portland as home as a Texas guy and um, spent a good portion of his life down there. So, yeah, it was kind of cool. Kind of speaks for once highly of the Blazers organization that he'd entertain that after, you know, maybe not the greatest Mm. exit in sports history, but it wasn't that bad either. But it was just, you know, kind of fizzled out. And the the fact that he was showed a little interest, I Mm -hmm. thought was fun. Yeah, and I think really, I mean,
2: I think Damian Lillard and LaMarcus Aldridge have both expressed regret that they did not do more to foster their relationship when they were together. Um, Yep. It'd be cool to see them get a chance to do that again. And really, I mean, if you're pulling for Damian Lillard to stay in Portland, this, if it's, you know, you'll take anything in your favor at this point. So I, I don't know what he would bring to the table as a coach. You would assume that he would have been really nice to have around Zach Collins, but, but we will get into that at, at probably a whole episode. Um, but Zach Collins uh, re-injured his, his ankle, his foot. So it sounds, I don't know what the timeline is for him to return. And, and more importantly, even if it's not with the Blazers, at, we're at the point now in Zach Collins's career where you're just kind of rooting for him to to hopefully carve out a path and be healthy and, and get back to the league in any form. Um poor guy
1: man that's just heartbreaking it's been it's
2: been a rough uh sequence of of injuries for sure i think 11 games regular season games in the last two seasons combined so it's it's not been great um we feel for zach i mean i know he is easily the butt of, of of complaints about the roster and about the draft history here in
1: portland but you know and also the secret, also the secret yep. stopper that we <laughs> yes. that we were missing in round exactly. round one this year. I'll 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 go to the
2: grave with that one. it in preseason. exactly. Um, the other thing too that's kind of cool to watch happen. I mean, I obviously I wish it was happening here in Portland, but it sounds like the Celtics are kind of putting together a, a mini Stumptown coaching staff. So you you have you have Emma yes. Adoka as the head coach who has just been. It just killed it in his press conference. Just just sounds like a great hire. Looks like a great hire for the Celtics. Um, yep. And then it, it sounds like Damon Stoudemire is rumored to be headed towards that staff as well, another Portland guy. So I think that would be really cool to see out there. Um, obviously going to pull on our heartstrings a little bit, especially if things continue to trend in the wrong
1: direction here in Portland. Yeah, um, can you imagine, you know, this this summer, you know, with – Stotts getting phased out really should have been a summer of optimism mm-hmm. where okay you know we've we're making some changes we're shaking shit up there could there's an alternate reality out there somewhere where Ime Udoka is our coach Portland boy everyone's excited dame's not pissed and there's a lot better let's just say there's a little better uh feeling amongst the fan base yep. but you know we're Playing the, the I think Delta This here.
2: has been a great example. And again, neither I nor Brian want to minimize the actual real world stuff that's going on with basketball problems. And I put quotations around problems. Um, but I think we've learned a lesson that the grass is not always greener on the other side. Uh, I think everybody just assumed things with the Blazers would find a better situation after Terry Stotts was uh, relieved of his duties with the Blazers. And, and And really with how Neil has conducted this process, I think it is the culmination of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And I think we are finding that out right now with how things have been conducted. But Terry Stotts, we should also mention it does sound like he is still in the running for the Orlando magic job. Uh, It's down to him and Kenny Atkinson. So Kenny Atkinson, another guy off that Clippers bench uh, that could potentially be getting a head coaching job. So, Perry touched on this last week in the episode. It it is something to ponder as far as what exactly was Chauncey Billups' role. Um, There was a lot of experience on that bench, and it looks like Kenny Atkinson could be getting back to a head coaching position here real shortly. Um, I don't really think we need to touch on too much more. It's been a stressful week. I, I would just remind everybody, just unplug your phone for a little bit, close your laptop take five deep breaths and then get back to your day because if there's a fan base that can do this, it's, it's the Blazers, it's Rip City. And it's hard right now. And I think, like I said, enter every discussion with good faith. If the other person is willing to meet you at that, I mean, obviously you don't be engaging in trolls and stuff, but.
1: Assume positive intent until they're, Unless they reveal themselves to be shit, then you can exactly.
2: So the block button is for free on Twitter. Um, Yeah, just do do your research to where you feel comfortable and feel like you've arrived at the appropriate decision, and and, you know listen to others, and and we'll get through this. And if the organization isn't going to provide that pathway, us as fans have to find a pathway there, and and that we got to lead from the front. So that's all we got this week i hope we are talking about basketball next week um we love you all treat each other with respect and dignity and, and you know enjoy the cool weekend instead of the, the scorcher that we had this last one so all right everybody
1: thanks guys
0: thanks for listening to this episode of the Church of roy podcast like what you heard go ahead and subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts you can follow us on twitter at trick and be sure to check out our live show on locker room every saturday bright and early at 8 a.m pacific